Hello, coffee lovers, and welcome to the God Country Live Video Podcast. Every day, every Friday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And now, live from Seguin, Texas, and other places around the world, your host, Jose Roberto Alaniz Jr. Hello, coffee lovers. It's Jose, third day coffee Seguin. It's 1900 your time, I hope, at least close to it. And I'm going to have to cover this up because you can't see me. I actually can't hear myself. So uh, if you can hear me fine, uh, put something in the comments. And um, I'm going to try to close this and then I'm going to put this behind me so my camera will work correctly, hopefully, maybe, possibly. Oh, yeah, look at that. Now you can kind of see me. And let me see where the comments are. Oh, come on. Okay, if you can hear my, because I can't hear any volume at all, and I'm wondering if that is because, I don't know why that is, I normally have it set up in the shop, and it's fine, uh, if you can hear me, just give me a Lima Charlie or something, um, so that I know, well, I got to take my glasses off or something. Um, so we're live in New Zealand. Um, ooh, what happened there? That like took all the light away. Okay, let's go back down through here. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Hopefully this is uh, tracking. Um, and let me look at some of the other sites where it's supposed to be live. Uh, just so. Um, okay, here we go. Hey, I can hear myself now. All right. Third day coffee, Seguin live from Hamilton, New Zealand. We were going to do a live from outside today, um, but it's raining. Uh, it's been raining since we got here and uh, forecasted, I think, for today and the next day. And uh, now we're going to have to get that out of the way because it's making noise. Um, anyway, I may not be able to see 
there may be, I don't know what kind of delay there is uh, from there to here, but I see that it's alive. I see people are seeing it. Um, and so uh, it put something in the comments, if you would, if you can hear me loud and clear. Uh, it looks like my comms are, are pretty good. I just can't hear them, um, which is uh, usually how I gauge um, the back and forth. And so um, I'm overjoyed to be here. My, uh, I haven't seen my daughter or my grandson in eight years. And so it's been pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Uh, and so anyway, um, I don't even know where to begin. I've been up for so many hours. Uh the night before, I probably the ten days probably leading up to this trip, I probably got uh, probably I don't know two or three hours of sleep a night, uh, and uh, it's Red Friday, so I've got my Hope Dealer uh, red shirt for all our deployed people. Keep them in your prayers. Saying, I thank God for a very um, uh, uneventful trip here. Um, we drove to Houston and then got on a plane last night at 8.55. And 15 hours later, we were here this morning really early, and we had all kinds of trouble with the rental car. And, and just, uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm actually 100% completely exhausted. And so um, it's good stuff. Uh, I'm just so happy to be here. Uh, I've already sat on the couch with my grandson for a while and my daughter and just just soaking soaking up some family time. Um, I'm going to take a nap here shortly and then, uh, and then we're going to go out to eat dinner somewhere this evening. Um, so grateful. I'm just absolutely so grateful, uh, for all the things that God just keeps doing in our lives. Um, one of the things that, that I wanted to talk about tonight, uh, if you listen to the audio, it's in the title, uh, this is season three, episode three. And, and, uh, there's several places in the Bible where Jesus tells us, uh, where Jesus says, sin no more. He tells a woman at the well, sin no more. And then um, there was a um, James, I believe, James. Uh, and I don't have all my stuff unpacked yet, so my Bible stashed away somewhere. But I think James says it also. He says, uh, sin no more. And so th this came up in my Sunday school class about a month and a half ago or something like that. It's been a, been a little while. And, um, you know, our, the instructor said, well, the Bible says sin no more. So what are you supposed to do? And um, for me personally, up until maybe yesterday or the day before, I thought that it was impossible for us uh, to not sin. The only person that I've ever believed that could be without sin uh, on this earth uh, was Jesus Christ. And so that's always been my, my frame of thought. And I, um, I stayed with that. And then, and then last weekend we had a pretty good discussion in our Sunday school class and it kind of came up again. And so I, again, I went back and, and in between I've been researching and studying and, uh, it, our discussion was, was uh, revolving around Romans chapter six. 
Um, but if you go to chapter five and you go to chapter seven, uh, you'll find other, you know, information that deal with, uh, with the, with the, when Jesus, when James, one of the people say sin no more. And so the question was asked, uh, is it possible for us to sin no more to never, ever sin again? And, uh, Again, I've always been of the school of thought that uh, I would hope that as during the sanctification process, as God continued to clean me, uh, I like the story of the silversmith and where they heat the silver up and then, you know, all the impurities come to the top of the silver. And then the silversmith, God, scrapes the top off of it uh, and it becomes more pure. And eventually you scrape enough of that crud off and all that, that Jesus sees looking into it, all that God sees looking in um, is himself, which is, which is our goal, right? We're supposed to be Christ-like. And so that's always been my school of thought that the only person on this planet that was clean enough, that was holy enough, that was perfect enough uh, to not never sin again was, um, was Christ. But in my study, I've come up with some really new, unique uh, perspectives. Uh, I spoke to John Mitten, the senior pastor of Everyday Christian, lots of conversations with uh, Harry Spence um, and other mentors and people that that I know love the Lord. And, and I just kind of put all this stuff together along with my own study and I came to the realization, in fact, I had the conversation with Connie on the way to the airport yesterday, that I 100%, I, I tell people all the time that my favorite quote in the Bible, my favorite verse in the Bible is Genesis 1-1. Genesis says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And if you don't believe Genesis 1-1, then the rest of the Bible's up to interpretation by you, me, or anybody else, right? So if you don't believe that first line, um, it's hard to believe anything else in there. Well, I do believe the first line. I believe the second line. I believe the last line. And so if I believe that everything in the Bible is 100% true, then I have to believe that every time God or James, the brother of Jesus or anybody else said sin no more, that's exactly what God meant. He said sin no more. So how does that, you know, uh, and, feel free to put stuff in the comments, you know, if you uh, disagree or if you agree or whatever, but um, I will tell you that I didn't totally agree with that because what do we normally do? Like we're so used to rationalizing everything um, in a sense that we make excuses for everything that we do. So uh, I'm fat because, you know, I just don't have time to work out. Uh, it's really hard to prepare meals. I don't have time for that. You know, I'm too busy. I've got this going on. I've got too many irons in the fire, whatever the case may be. So somebody recently asked me, okay, so let's say you're tempted by the flesh by a, a woman and you're married. Uh, well, you remove yourself from the situation and you walk away, you know, because you love your wife or whatever, or let's just say you're an alcoholic and you, you, the guys, your friends ask you to go to the bar and you know, if you go to the bar more than likely you're going to drink. And so you, 
you you know like hey guys um i can't do that i'm like go so what does that tell us about us it tells us that if we if we don't want to sin we don't because we're so used to rationalizing everything um making excuses for everything we always do it and so <clears throat> when this particular topic of sin no more came up i kept telling myself what's well, impossible it's impossible you know, I try really hard. I would hope that by the time I, I get close to dying, that that uh, God has cleaned me enough. He scraped that crud off enough uh, to where I'm pretty close to what Christ would look like. But what I've come to the epiphany or the revelation of uh, in my study of this topic and in my conversations with pastors and teachers and seminarians and and uh, and my wife is that we absolutely 100% have been equipped by God to not ever sin again. We have. Um, I even had this conversation with Kanye. I said, well, what happens if you're, uh, let's just say me, you know, what I struggle with food. Uh, I make bad decisions. I make cognitive decisions to eat crap. That's all there is to it. I choose to eat sugar. I choose to eat pie and whatever I want and tacos and whatever. I make that decision. Is it possible that I, that I can not make that bad decision? Yes, it is. I know. Cause I've done it before. Um, anybody who knows me, have known me for years knows that I've gone all the way down to 200, all the way back up to 300, all the way back down to 200, back to 300. So, so, those people who know me for a long time know that I absolutely 100% have the ability that has God has given me to, to say no to gluttony, to walk away from those things. So since the Bible doesn't really stress any, any sin over anything, what's the difference of that and, you know, consumption or lying or stealing or killing or, uh, disrespecting your mother and father, any of the other Ten Commandments, are the things that God commanded us to do. What makes the, these things that we choose to do uh, any different? And Paul talks about it in Romans 7. He talks about the nature of two men where he's talking about how, why do I do the things that I hate? And why do I not do the things that I know I should be doing? Uh, and so, and then you just, you look at other parts of the promise of God is, uh, is, you know, eternal salvation. If we'll repent and, and, uh, turn to him and speak his name, like John three sixteen says, so whoever should call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so you have to ask yourself, what excuses are we making uh, to take that one extra drink that we shouldn't be taking or to eat those cookies when we shouldn't be eating them. Or if, you know, if you struggle with pornography or if you struggle with, uh, you know, not being faithful to your wife and your marriage, or if you struggle with um, overspending or if you struggle with gluttony or if you struggle, whatever it is, whatever it is that you struggle with. Why do we keep rationalizing those things instead of 
just admitting that we make poor decisions because we do, we make really poor decisions. Uh, me personally, my, my kryptonite, my, my Achilles heel, whatever you want to call it, the best part that the devil easily trips me up at is gluttony and, and stuff like that. So, uh, I know that, and I, I make a cognitive decision to do the wrong thing. So that also means that God has also given me the ability to do the right thing. And so when God says, sin no more, that's exactly what he means. And the only reason that we have uh, not to sin no more is sorry excuses. Uh, and I am in no way, shape, or form trying to tell you that I don't sin. I am a filthy sinner. I sin daily, I'm sure. Uh, I am not trying to say that I don't sin. There's That's impossible. One of the really unique things that came out of this topic and this subject is uh, one of my pastors, John Mitten, pastor friend of mine, in my conversations with him, he came up with a very unique distinction about sin no more. And that was that Jesus knows we're going to sin. He knows us. He knew us before the foundation of the earth. He knows we're going to sin. The difference of somebody who's already surrendered their life to Christ is that when you do sin, you break fellowship with God. You don't break relationship with them. You're not losing the relationship that you have when you surrendered. God loves us more than that. But you break fellowship with him. And the Bible teaches us when you do break fellowship to repent, ask for forgiveness, and God grants it. And so um, that was one of the really unique perspectives. The other perspective was the fact that for everything that we do that we know is sin, there's probably been a time in our life where we've walked away from that, where we didn't go to the club, where we didn't go to the bar, where we didn't go to the donut shop, where we didn't go to, you know, whatever it is. And so you have to ask yourself, what excuses are you making that you think the answer to sin no more is that's impossible? Um, because the Bible is full of, of, regular everyday people who in no way, shape or form on their own could have ever accomplished the supernatural things that they did through God. And so I know for sure that God can do that same work through me, through you. Um, but it's just been a really interesting week. Uh, a lot of stuff going on this week. Uh, a lot of family time and uh, Saturday uh, we have uh, some deal that we're doing that Connie signed us up for, but uh, I'm going to try to meet with um, a gentleman from Auckland who actually had me on their podcast uh, because of my faith uh, in Christ. And I, I'd like to have him on there too and give him a bag of coffee. Uh, I will tell you that I am here with my dash fire beard products uh, and my Pando Commando shirt, which I will probably be wearing tomorrow. So uh, uh, I think it's Joe, Joseph uh, and Ryan both. I'll be tagging you guys 
uh, from New Zealand uh, over the next uh, nine days that I'm here. Um, I'll get home on the 9th at midnight, and then I'll be going straight to Kansas to pick up more coffee. And then we're going to be doing a bunch of live events uh, for the rest of October, November, um, and into January. So be looking for us. Uh, and you know what? If if you think that if you have a different perspective of what sin no more actually means, if you have something that you think uh, is different from what I've talked about tonight, shoot me a message, send me an email, call me, wait till I get home, but call me because uh, I think it's a great conversation to have. I think we minimize sin so much. Um, God knew that we were going to sin. Otherwise, he never would have had Jesus die for us. We wouldn't have needed it if God knew that we were not going to. But the difference is, is that when I sin now, I'm doing it on bended knee because I know almost immediately, wow, that was, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done something different. Uh, and that's the conviction that we get from Christ. And that's part of the of the silversmith, you know, the sanctification project, cleaning off the crud and like, oh man, I really used some foul language this week. I didn't want to. Okay, well, let's scrape that off and, and, you know, make a conscious effort. You know, the next time you're in that situation, uh, you know, for me, it's usually when I'm working on my car, one of the cars that I have at the house and I'll bust a knuckle or something and there goes the tongue, you know, and I've gotten a lot better. I've gotten a whole lot better. Why? Because I'm making a conscious decision not to sin. So the Bible says, sin no more. Read Romans chapter six and then reach out, you know, shout out at me and, and let me know uh, what your thoughts are uh, on on uh, Romans chapter six, on on the verse "sin no more." You know the funny thing too that uh, John Mitten brought up uh, in that conversation that I was having with him is that the woman at the well was not under the blood covenant like we are. She wasn't adopted into the family once we surrendered like we are. We're under the new covenant. That's where we're at today. We're under the covenant of the blood of Jesus Christ that died on suffered and died on the cross for our sins. The woman at the well was not. And so um, what makes her any different? The fact that Christ told her, sin no more. And if I remember correctly, and I had to go back and do my research, but I don't think she did. I think she actually started walking the straight and narrow. But that was God's grace because she didn't have the new covenant yet. So you can't really argue the fact that, well, we were under a different whatever. You can't. Because even James talks about the New Testament uh, about not sinning. And then Paul talks about not sinning. And Paul talks about the, the wages of sin or death. And so you die. You know, whether it's a slow bleed or a quick decapitation, uh, depending on your, on your sin, uh, for me, it was a really long, slow grind, uh, personally. And so, and I'm still there, I'm still sinning, but the difference now is that I really do try, uh, to be a better person about certain things. And so, um, sin no more literally means sin no more. Is it possible? I absolutely 100% believe that it is. 
I am nowhere near that. I will never, ever tell you that I'm near that. I'm not better than anybody else. Uh, I love what my pastor always says. He says, man, I'm just, I'm just one, uh, one beggar uh, telling the other beggar where the free bread is. And uh, the free bread is literally uh, from Christ. It's all we have to do is accept it. Um, and we too can have the ability to, um, to not sin. Hey, Rosanna. Uh, I hope that my volume was good. I'm so exhausted. Uh, I'm barely creeping along. And um, I'm going to be taking a nap here shortly before we go out to dinner. But I'm going to do a lot of lives this week. Stay tuned on the Third Day Coffee Seguin page um, and my personal page. We're going to be doing a lot of um, lives as we go do different things. This is an absolutely – oh, I wanted – to show you guys, I'm gonna let me if I can do this properly uh, and show you some of this. Just one of the pictures that I was able to take um, on the way in. And let me see if I go to a window. Nope. Chrome tab. Nope. Oh, I gotta do that first, and then I can look at the window. Right. Let's see. It's a Chrome tab. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. I'm going to share this, show you some of the stuff we saw coming in. Um, I'm going to try to, let's see, how do I, I think I download that and then I opened it up. There we go. And then I'm going to zoom in so you can see this is on the side of the highway. Uh, I don't know if it's an ancient burial grounds or whatever, but uh, these are some gruelly look at uh, Maudis, the, the indigenous people here. And uh, my son-in-law, Brad, was telling me about the story of the, you know, there's a bunch of different stories and there's archaeology that, that uh, people are trying to, to figure out. Um, uh oh, what did I do here? Now I got to hit escape. There we go. And then one more time. And I think that one's good. I think go back to over here. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, crazy stuff. Um, but this country is absolutely gorgeous. Um, there's all kinds of waterfalls and, uh, it's very much like Hawaii where it was built um, due to volcanic activity. So more eruptions, more landmass. Um, we've seen the last time I came here in 2014, uh, I got to see entire trees that had just felled over. They were felled and, and cooked all the way to the very center. And all it is a big black circle that they end up excavating and initially a tree. Uh, hundreds of miles away from the actual volcano. And so uh, we're also going to go see some a place called Cathedral Cove uh, that has some of the most iconic uh, inlet coves uh, where the rock is like washed out and you can drive boats into them. Um, and I think we're going to probably try to do some fishing. It's a little been a little cool today uh, for me and Connie, but um uh, and I apologize for sounding like I'm half asleep, but I'm literally half asleep. And so um, 
I'm just very grateful that Connie was able to feel comfortable and, and, uh, sleep on the plane. And, uh, you know, I've not come with her since the very first time. And so she felt really good about relaxing and she did. And, um, anyway, it's been an absolute, um, head turning two or three weeks and I'm just grateful to be here and, uh, to get some vacation time and, um, uh, and to be able to, uh, you know, uh, we're going to get to go to church with my grandson tomorrow. Uh, that's just such a huge, huge thing for me uh, because, you know, he doesn't really know me that well. He knows my wife a whole lot better. And, uh, and so anyway, um, it's just been crazy. Amazing. Just, I can't even believe I'm here. It's kind of, kind of crazy, but, um, the coffee's been amazing. I'll tell you whether it was at the airport or the gas station, uh, or somewhere in between the coffee's just phenomenal down here. That's where I fell in love with coffee here in Australia. And so, uh, and, and pretty sure I'm going to get to go eat some really good lamb this evening. So I'm excited about that. But, um, also excited about just, man, getting in the word. You know, when I leave here, I want my grandson to know what I care about, what I love. Um, and so anyway, love you guys. That's enough. I'm not going to do any more tonight. I'm so exhausted. I'm fixing to go to bed for a little while. Uh, but I wanted to get on at seven o'clock and do my thing like I always do. Uh, and next Saturday, I'm hoping to have a guest that had me on their podcast again. Like I said earlier, uh, he's uh, from Auckland, um, New Zealand. And, and so that'll be the last weekend that I'm here and I'm hoping that he can come out and spend an hour on the beach uh, with the beaches, our background. Uh, and then I can set up the cameras and everything. Hopefully it'll be a lot better. Hopefully it won't be raining so I can actually go outside, but uh, I'm sure there'll be some live videos outside, you know, without the rain. So uh, other than that, Treat each other the way God intended it to treat one another with love, kindness, and respect until we see you next Friday at 7 p.m. It's actually 1, if in case you wanted to know, it's 1 p.m. It's it's uh, actually, it's 1 over here in New Zealand, but it's Saturday, October 1st. Uh, so we're 17 hours ahead. Anyway, love each other the way God intended us to love each other with God, with love, kindness, and respect. And until I see you Friday. Uh, have a blessed weekend and have a blessed week. See you next week. Love you guys. God bless.